In a studio that's in a basement comes the epic story of how two friends changed the future of the movie podcast game forever. <laughs> the reviews are in. Boys Life Magazine gives the High Sci Podcast four and a half acorns. The Daily Bugle says, these guys are super legit. And Pope Francis declares the podcast as life affirming. From the kid who tried to get smart with David Spade and got fucking old. You're still at You're still back. And the guy who can name all four Baldwin brothers. Alec, William, Daniel, and the baby boy, Stephen. Live from the studio of his parents' basement. The Have You Seen It Podcast. Hello and welcome back to the Have You Seen It Podcast. My name is Mason Knight. Sitting across me is the one and only Cash Krause. But before we begin, if you guys could please be sure to smash that like button, comment below, subscribe to the channel, and hit that bell notification as we drop videos here every single day. So with that said, Cash, what are we reviewing today? Oh, what a treat, Mason. A big, big summer blockbuster that we've been waiting for. For a while. Huge. It's going to be huge. <laughs> is that still relevant? That, did, those, did those still hit? It's about a year old, but you know. <laughs> yeah, are we still doing that? Okay. Uh, it's not Suicide Squad. It no. is the, the. Suicide Squad. Yes. Not Suicide Squad 2. Nope. Not the sequel. Nope. The Suicide Su- Squad. Yes. That's what it is. Directed by... A good, a good guy never has tweeted anything <laughs> controversial. No, in his not life. at all. James Gunn, yes. uh, a great director, though, nonetheless. No matter what you say about him, a absolutely phenomenal director. He you is, know what I say? Let bygones be bygones. Yeah, I don't even know what that is, and I don't care. I, I, I yeah. got to separate. But uh, he is so good at making you care for characters that you would never fucking care for. He obviously did it with Guardians of the Galaxy, you know. Right. No one cared about those guys. Didn't even know who they were. By the end, I was crying for a tree. It made <laughs> no sense. But he makes you... And he did the exact same thing, man. He yeah. did the exact same thing with this. I mean, I don't know if you just want to jump into it, but it's... I was blown away by it. Yeah. It's phenomenal. I, I could not... I had the biggest smile leaving the theater. I did see it in theaters. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I watched it on HBO Max twice. It is well worth going and see at theaters, even yeah. if you saw it twice, because there's some beautiful, beautiful shots in this scene or in this film uh, that are worth seeing on the big screen. That shot when King Shark, when they're walking up the rain, and he tears the guy apart, and the yeah. lightning is going <laughs> yeah. in the back. It's like a, a, a metal album or something. Yeah. It looks so fucking good, dude, on the big yeah. screen. But I was blown away by this film. It uh, instantly launches into my top ten of superhero films. I mean. And it, it just it transcends summer blockbusters. For it's sure. better than a summer blockbuster. Yeah. It is just a phenomenal film. I loved it. Well, and we'll just jump into it. I mean, let's let's talk about the cast. You got Margot Robbie, uh, Idris Elba, John Cena, Cena, Cena. You see him? No, <laughs> yeah, I didn't. Sylvester Stallone, Viola Davis. I mean, the list goes I mean, on and Taka on. Watiti. Taka Watiti, yeah, as, uh, as the Rat King, no, sure. Rat Catcher Rat number catcher one. one. Yeah, yes. you had Michael Rooker. Yeah, was uh, fantastic. Yeah, you had so many people. Uh, David Daskamalchian <laughs> as Polka Dot Man, who kind of yeah. steals the show, and Ratcatcher Two, who is uh, Daniela Melkor. Yes, first English uh, language film. 
Really? What a find she's gonna she's yeah. gonna blow up, dude. She was great. She's she steals the show in this. Mm-hmm. She, I mean, she she's damn near the main character. I would have to say she is the main character, and she saved the day. Well, I mean, technically not her, but her friends did. Yeah, and she had uh, she was the one holding them together the whole time. Really, the glue that held together this dysfunctional team. And but, she was King Shark's very first friend. Yeah, and the, but the, her the way her storytelling and how that character was built was perfect, but. The way they showed her backstory with Taka Waititi as her dad, super fucking sad. Yeah, super sad. But super well done how they showed it in the mirror or the window of mm-hmm. the, the, van. the van. I love that. Yeah. There was a lot of really cool shots. I mean, even to open up, you know, you got the reflection of the puddle. Yeah, the, and coming the, up. I love that. Yeah. yeah. And then Michael Rooker as uh, Savant. Mm-hmm. We never got to see his. I know. His full potential. But. Uh, well, he kind of ran. Kind of got a little <laughs> shell shocked. And. Uh, Panicked. Yeah. You never want to panic under fire. No, absolutely not. And he killed that bird, so you didn't feel bad for him. Yeah, you know, and I knew that was coming, too. A lot of these oh, things of course, that you see yeah. in Suicide Squad, I'm just like, okay, yep, that one's coming. Uh, one in particular, Margot Robbie, right? Right. And uh, playing Harley Quinn. And I, I love the character of Harley Quinn because she's predictable, but she's also so unpredictable as well. She's so manic and crazy yeah that like you know you know for a fact like she's gonna pull the trigger like luna the well, that's, that's what's good about the people writing these characters is they clearly know who these characters are exactly. and like you said with margot robbie you think you'll know i'm with harley quinn i should say you think you'll know uh like where this character is going mm-hmm. and then you, she'll do something insane you gotta remember oh she's a crazy person right. so you can't you can't yep but they know i mean that's and they keep it so fucking fresh and with all these people because they're all crazy and they're all villains mm-hmm. You never know. Uh, John Cena as Peacemaker was fucking hilarious. But let me tell you. I got to I gotta talk about one thing with Cena, though. Well, oh, what about They it? just won't let this fucker die in a film. I swear to God. Any film this guy's in, name me one film did that he John not, Cena. He didn't die in this? Did he, oh, I did you see, see the post-credit scene? No, I didn't see it. No, he's still alive. Well, that must be because I, I thought the new Peacemaker show mm-hmm. was going to be before, yes. but it must be after it's this. It's after. Yeah. yeah, okay. Well, I still loved him, but man... They gotta start Roy testing these guys. He is f- so fucking jacked in this, bro. It's clearly growth hormone. I mean, he's <laughs> he's he's on a cycle. This is the question I have to ask: real or fake? The whitey tidy scene. Oh, fa- I don't think he's, I don't think he's bad, but that's is he back in that much heat? Because that was almost comedic. That how was big so. That there's thing no was. way. The there's fuck. no way. We gotta talk it's about. It's gotta be cold outside, you oh, know. Oh, bro, he's you got a hog. That no. was a fucking peacemaker. Yeah. yeah, all those guys are packing. Fuck, yeah, man. they are. <laughs> you don't become a, a supervillain, not. But yeah, we got to uh, let's talk about the violence yes. because I saw there's big uproar about. Uh, I heard before going in, parents were upset. They took their kids, and I knew it was rated R. But this film is the most violent superhero film we've seen. Absolutely. There, there are people getting torn in half. Their heads getting split. And not at the neck either. I'm You're talking, talking boomerang throwing and then... I am talking horror film. Yeah. Gore. Mm-hmm. But and, it was but it, fun. It worked so fucking... Yeah. It was so much fun. Yeah. But I get it. I get... I guarantee there's parents taking their kids and knowing it was going to be violent. Yeah. But not knowing in the first five minutes they're going to see some guy's... Hit, boomerang goes <laughs> through and the guy's head slides off his fucking well soul. and then the helicopter when she jumps on it and then she's burning alive she, ah! and the captain boomerang is <laughs> <laughs> it's so brutal dude 
dude. It's super violent. It's so fucking brutal. And but it's everything that you want in a film like this, like a Suicide Squad. They're villains. It's rated R. Like, that's what you want. You want the gore. You want the violence. And that's what I loved about it. And there were so many funny moments throughout and this. And that's what James Gunn is. He may be the best in knowing what the audience wants. Because everything I was hoping was going to happen ended up happening. Yes. I, I was hoping at some point someone was going to have to fight Peacemaker. I was hoping it was going to be more Bloodsport, Idris Elba. But it ended up being uh, Flag, which was just as good. But I was ho- And I was hoping King Shark was going to go crazy at some point, which he did when he tore that guy's head off. It was, that was awesome. <laughs> that was and so he went crazy, awesome. too, when he finally uh, jumped on Starro or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I was just waiting for him to g- unleash, you know. Yeah. But so many things like that that I was hoping were going to happen. They, It's just sort of that rare thing where they all ended up happening. Yeah. Exactly what I thought. I got to talk about one of my... It might have been the best moment in the film as far as comedic-wise fucking had me howling laughing. It was so good. So Flag gets captured by the Rebels, but at this point, we don't know they're the Freedom Fighters, right? It's so... Uh, they obliterate these people. I did Just not... Just mow them I down. didn't have that big of an audience in the theater, but yeah. people were dying. And I was thinking the whole time, man, these guys are just falling over. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, dude. But that scene, when John Cena walks up and the guy's sleeping, he's got his It's... It's so fucking funny, dude. I was dying. And then they, they like open the door and two guys are just on fire. It's so <laughs> and then they get to the... T- and I, like the I like the creativeness, too, because the one guy's in the bathtub, shoots the thing, the fan falls. Oh, yeah. The they're doing, like they're trying to... Do, and John Cena jumps on the roof and he's got the shortest blow dart. Yeah, ever. <laughs> it's going a hundred yards. It's, it's, it's a great shot. But they're like showing off to see who could do like the best the kill. Coolest and they're stuff. just taking these guys out. Yeah. It's brutal. And I love the guy just wakes up in the morning, cup of Joe, dick out. What was the whole <laughs> shot? I was like, all right, Whoa. I saw some dick. <laughs> yes. Like clearly, obviously none of these guys were ready. No. It was like they're starting their morning. They exactly. had no... And then, and then King Shark uh, devouring the eat. Eat some nom nom. And then they uh, open up, uh, and the joke, the whole time, I'm like, where are they going with this? Yeah. It's too easy. It was way too easy. The joke is they open up the where Rick Flag is getting, yeah. uh, he's being held, and he's uh, having coffee with tea. tea Remember? Because they're like, is the that head green tea? of uh, the army, which yeah. ends up being rebels. Yeah. They end up finding out that they're. They, they rescued Flag from the, the ambush <laughs> and were helping him. And all these guys were the ones that rescued him. It's and but she, them all. the deliveries she she wakes or the lady that's head of the army, mm-hmm. head of the rebellion. She's like, "There's no way you would have got past my men. How, how did they not let me know you were here?" And, and like, she runs out, and they're like, "No, no men, no, no men. <laughs> uh, we didn't see anyone. They might have been out." And she runs out, and corpses, fucking ev- charred corpses, <laughs> yeah. Dude, that guy's about to electrocute it. It's fucking. It just, but it's. It just remind you that these are not heroes in no, any sense. Absolutely not. They're fucking. They only know one thing. That's to to kill. <laughs> Especially Beastmaker, who's talking about. I laughed so hard when he's like, "I got one in the office, and it's just some lady at her desk." <laughs> no. When they're rescuing yeah, a Harley yeah. Quinn, just clearly ready to take no her out any time. He's the whole time he's talking about he'll kill anyone for oh, peace. women, children, anyone for peace, anyone for liberty. And immediately they go, "I think you're just making excuses to kill people," yeah. and it just fucking shakes his world. Yeah, uh, I loved it, man. The comment that scene and uh, 
they kept going to the, the polka dot man joke where they mm-hmm. can't, and it it worked for me every time, especially at the end, because polka dot man he's he's fucked up. That's the thing about this super film fun. is it's super dark, it's super dark. Well, his parents, well, his mom more specifically, well, that's Star Labs, yeah, who Star is Labs. how Flash got his powers, yep. yeah, <laughs> and uh, she wanted her kids to be superheroes. Kids, I think she might have adopted a bunch of kids to just experiment uh, on them. Yeah, and some some died, some didn't make it, some did, but they got, but it fucked him up. The genius of of figuring out a way to make Polka Dot Man uh, likable was was giving too. him the the interdimensional virus. Yep, that was brutal when he would wake up and he would have the oh, look dude, like an elephant man everywhere. <laughs> like what's it's so fucking funny when Bloodsport Idris Alba wakes up too and he's like, "What's going on?" Yep. And he wakes up and he's just covered in these giant like sores and mm-hmm. wounds. And he goes out and he pukes like a fucking rainbow or something, yeah. and he's he's fine. But yeah, they they, I was heartbroken when Polka Dot Man passed. It was a swift death. Though. But when he, <laughs> but when he's like your mom, and it was sorrow. <laughs> she's just punching the building, and I love it when he starts dancing in the club, and he's oh surrounded by just his mom. Oh my god! Yeah, one of so the moms has like a goatee, a goatee and a beard. So Looks like one of the band members from ZZ Top. Who is the lady that played his mom? I, I got know, it. She crushed so it. Because <laughs> she is the most plain looking lady. Like, yes. looks like a mom. Mm-hmm. But him sh- keeps because he says the only way he can kill people is if he views every. But he only sees everyone. Even at one point, he looks at the team mm-hmm. in Bear King Shark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! It's uh, yeah. It's it was amazing. Yeah, and it was. we and we predicted how they were going to get, or they predicted that there'd be a large death early on. Mm-hmm. And there was, but man, it just, it paid off so much better than what I thought it was going to be. Those breath, those deaths were so fucking brutal. Oh, we talked so about our, brutal. But let's talk about Nathan Fillion's character. The, uh, what's his name? TJ key, uh, TJK. Uh, T- yeah. T yeah. The, un. <laughs> I can't remember. He's like the un- unarmable man. Yeah. So so he d- detachable man. Bob. Yeah. <laughs> the detachable kid. That's what the, it was. TDK. TDK. The detachable, the detachable kid. kid. And uh, literally, his power is his arm. And it, I was so funny when all he was doing was slapping. <laughs> they're, and they're like, "What?" The they're just four fuck? guys. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. And, and then, then he starts shooting <laughs> his arms. He's like, ah! and you see him like forty feet away. Ah! <laughs> it's so funny. It's, it Harley's asking Flag, like, what the hell was this? He's like, I didn't assemble this team. <laughs> That's another thing about the Rick Flag character is I never thought I'd be sad about that character, mm-hmm. especially after that first movie, you right. know, just so plain and boring. Yeah. But man, his like his development of like he's the only one that gets the team at this point, mm-hmm. and now he's always trying to like explain like what's right. going on. It's great. It's a great character development, and it's how you make an unlikable character likable. I was sad at during his demise, yeah. but the whole time, you know, he's he's like the dad of this fucking group, you know, trying to keep everyone together. Mm-hmm. But trying to, I, I I really really liked his uh, his whole character development. I don't know why I'm spacing it. The rat. We got to talk about that. That was fucking hilarious. He jumps out of the helicopter and he does like it's a belly flop. Sirachin or Sebastian, but it's like Sirachin or something. No, no, like no, that. not the rat. I'm talking about the oh, uh, the weasel. The weasel. Thank you. He jumps out of oh the my helicopter. God. That and this guy, I was 
I don't think I anyone else. No one else was bro. laughing. I was. I thought weak. that was hilarious. When they go to the guys on the so the weasel is played by Sean Gunn, uh, James Gunn's brother, right. who's in all of his films. Uh, <laughs> they all have to jump out of this plane into water mm-hmm. to swim to the, this island. Yeah, and they're like they didn't know he couldn't swim. But when they flash back and it's like five minutes have passed and they're all just watching the screen like, we fucked up bad. And he's just drowning <laughs> for so long. Did anyone ask if the weasel knew how to swim? <laughs> and then they go back to the, the base where they're watching the footage. Yeah, that's what and they're still just And they're just struggling. looking at the screen like, oh my God, we fucked up bad. <laughs> so funny. And he and dies. Like, that would be he the guys right there. Well, uh, did you watch the post credits? Yeah, I mean, I knew he, it. Lived, I knew he but, was going to But live. he's not in the movie at all. But no. it was a, a hilarious death. It was. He's just on the shore, just fucking drowned victim. But yeah, uh, that whole intro, like uh, with Nathan Fillion, the the arm guy, mm-hmm. and uh, Flew the Borg as uh, the javelin, yep. who never throws the javelin. Not one time. And that scene, his death too, when he's like, You're, they just carry met. it for You're the only one. <laughs> and then he's like, she's like, carry it for who? Tell me. What do you mean? Carry it for what? Somehow he had like a, a premonition yeah, or something. something. <laughs> but she had to carry that javelin the whole fucking she time. She did. And uh, it comes into play. It was, yeah. Those, all those fucking deaths, dude. The helicopter girl. I can't remember her name. God. Uh, Gulen or something like that? I can't like remember, that? but yeah. it was like. Immediately, like when I saw her jump on the helicopter, I'm like, oh, this is gonna be fucking awesome. I thought for sure she was gonna like jump off. Mm-hmm. But no, she's burning. just held ah. on, yeah. <laughs> crawling out of the fire, out of the abyss. And then at the end, <clears throat> when they go through, like, when they're like, it's like emotional scene, and they're going through like everyone that died or mm-hmm. whatever, and they go to like Captain Boomerang, and it's just like, one piece of flesh his arm holding the boomerang still (laughs) and it goes to her corpse and just a charred corpse on the beach it's uh, another thing that was so funny too is they were doing like a Deadpool so they were betting and then she walks in and they're like oh nothing just a normal meeting wrapping up uh yeah, so, and she just the Amanda Waller character is great. Viola Davis, I mean, Viola Davis is great, but dude, that character fucking sucks. Yeah, I mean, she's so good. She, yeah. you fucking hate her, dude. One oh, of the yeah. best, a good. I mean, she's the she's obviously the ultimate villain, right? I got a feeling the third one is finally gonna kill her. Someone. Well, or she's gonna take her revenge in a very big way because she was not happy at the end of this film. Well, the, clocked the, in the third head. one will be them fighting against another team. Of some sort. It's got to be. Because they've always, this one is always, well, the first one was that stupid fucking witch thing. Yeah. I can't remember. But this one, they were just, they're just fighting against like regular a bad people. version of Ghostbusters. <laughs> yeah. It was. A like worse version of the new Ghostbusters yeah. with the women. Yeah. It was, it was fucking horrible. But, uh, yeah, I think the third one will be against them and some heroes, maybe yeah. even. Them fighting, you know, fucking. I thought for sure at one point we were going to see someone, but. It's clearly just a Suicide Squad movie. It's no one And else. I like that. I was fine with it. Yeah, I thought yeah. I didn't think that they were going to find and figure out a way to kill Starro. So I thought at the end, just fucking Superman was going to fly and just mm-hmm. fly right through that guy. Yeah. I mean, he could have finished that. Could have. Very quickly. But, I mean, how they end up killing Starro was amazing. You know? It was awesome. It was Ratcatcher 2 sends millions of rats. She goes, this isn't your city. This is their city. Oh, my God. And then... Uh, Aegis Alba, his and character. Ha- and Harley Blood jumping, sport. finally using the javelin the yeah. whole time. She's like, carrying this fucking stick around. She's got no reason. No why. idea why either. <laughs> None. And I like that scene too. There was a lot of really cool artistic uh, 
shots in this. One, the way that they did the now, and then like the three days later when uh, Blood Sports cleaned I the loved toilets. All the I, ti- all I loved all the title yeah. cards. Using I thought the, they great. Using the title cards like... You know, you've seen it in movies before, but they use it like in nature or beside mm-hmm. the building. The metal would be like now or three days later or whatever. Yeah. I, I really like that. It's I like, like that an style. artistic decision, but yeah, it it fucking works. Yeah. Everything worked for this film, though. It's just again, it all came together. It did. I and mean, uh, I gotta ask you, who's your favorite character? <laughs> oh, I I think I love Polka Dot Man. Yeah, but Ratcatcher, the whole Waka Tatiti thing was uh, amazing too. That that thing at the very end when uh, when they were like, "Why rats?" and they're like, "He's like they're because they're the most hated creature in the world for just being." It and they was, still have a pur- purpose. Yeah, so yeah. it was beautiful. And then he ended up dying of heroin overdose or whatever. Yeah, but rough in Portugal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, man, I, I I really liked all these characters. I loved King Shark, bro. Oh, I King loved Shark King Shark. Good, there were yeah. so many funny moments. Num num. That's no. That's num num. We've been talking about a lot of the comedic moments, but it gets very dark at some points. Yeah, and very for sure. serious. But that scene when he's at the aquarium mm-hmm. and those little, I'm like, what are those? Are those things gonna like, play some kind of role or yeah. something? Really, they just played a role in attacking and trying to kill him. Yeah. <laughs> I thought there were so many times where King Shark was going to die, and I was so upset, and they didn't kill him, thank God. And we talked about the CGI was amazing. for They get very close, especially that aquarium scene, Mm -hmm. and you can see every fine detail, like like a shark skin, you know, the roughness of a shark skin. Even when Ratcatcher 2 is hugging him in the airplane, or in the helicopter afterwards, and they get that close-up of him smiling. For being completely CGI the entire time, it 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 is extremely well done. Yeah, it's... And I love that character. I thought it was so. Every joke for, for Sly. King Shark. I mean, it's not like he was really pushing right. it with the voice acting, but he he did do a good job. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I did like hand. hand. All right, good. Yes, good. Burn. <laughs> Stay off the cobs. <laughs> <laughs> so, man. But some of the really dark scenes that were some of my favorite scenes was the scenes with Starro. And when they go into the lab with the thinker mm-hmm. and they've been experimenting on people. For that 30 years. Fucking, and they show like their most recent experience, that guy cut in half and still alive. It was brutal, And then, like, dude. people's heads cut off or, like, cut off here. Or then forcibly removing the star and yeah. showing that it just, it kills you, obviously. Yeah, I mean, obviously. It destroys your fucking yeah. face and brain. But those scenes were dark. And a giant starfish, horrifying. Yeah. I mean, it's More a horrifying scare- than what I'd actually thought. Starfish are fucking... What I remember from marine biology class was they eat everything from the inside out. Yeah, <laughs> and this is what uh, shout out to marine biology teacher Mr. Roos. Hey, uh, he said he told me before this that if there was ever a creature that was instantly ten thousand times bigger, the starfish would be the scariest creature. Really, that's what, always what he said. Wow. Yeah, I don't know if he read a comic book or something yeah, he knew like, about Starro. Let me tell you about Starro, kids. <laughs> Gave the Justice League a run for their money. Yeah. Did, but it's horrifying, man. When he drags. Uh, the thinker into whatever his mm-hmm. cavern or whatever. Yeah. And also when he's using like when he's talking through uh, whatever the people that he's controlling to is fucking scared. This is my city with the one eyed chick or yeah. whatever. It's a, uh, it was horrifying. And, it, and the last line and I'm paraphrasing beautiful. here. Yeah. But I was, I even was a lot had a deep care. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. That's what you're talking about, right? Uh huh. He said even, or he goes, I was happier just gazing at the stars. He says, I was happier floating, gazing yeah. at the stars. Because the whole thing, I mean, spoiler throughout the whole thing, is the whole thing is 
was because of the Americans. Right. And he was captured too. He was, I mean, I even laughed when they saw it, when it was like, they're the astronauts and they just see fucking star. It'd be so scary. I know. I'd be like, what the <laughs> fuck? Why would you just bring that on? A uh, guy, we got a starfish out here. And it's like, a pretty big starfish. <laughs> well, it gets bigger. Uh, it yeah. gets a lot bigger. Yeah. It's, it is, it starts out pretty big, mm-hmm. but uh, it's, it ends up being horrifying. But yeah, that line was beautiful. Yeah, it was. It was like he was just aimlessly floating through, probably after conquering a, a planet. He is Starro the Conqueror. Right. But he was fine, just flown by. Mm-hmm. Then we fucking Americans plucked it just out. Grabbed him and then uh, imprisoned him for 30 years. And Gave him a to bunch the Nazis. Tests. Yeah, not a good thing. You know, don't give anything like that to the Nazis. Those damn Nazis, bro. Yeah, uh, I like those scenes, man. I, uh, it, it gets scary at one point. It gets really dark, but... Uh, it does. I like, there's even a, I like the, there's a Harley Quinn-esque, like, storyline of her was marrying the... Luna, the general. Yeah, I fuck or not the general. I did not know where that was going. I'm like, are they going to get fucking married? See, I knew exactly where it was going. Well, I knew as soon as he started talking about... Talking about killing women and children, I was like... This guy turned dark. It flipped quick. It flipped a switch. I mean, they were all talking about how he was just a fucking monster. But it flips when he's like, I'll send every goddamn person to a... Utenheim yep. is what they call the giant Nazi facility that they were holding Starro in yeah. and feeding him. Too much. Oh, too much. He's getting too big. I got a feeling at one point he is just going to burst like, out of Guys, it. I'm a little full. Can yeah. we wait till tomorrow? Oh, they yeah. had a lot of people to give to him. Also, how dark. I mean, we'll talk about the dark elements too, but something that, that might have been looked over but was very dark in my personal opinion because you don't typically see this is when they were talking about the former family that was running the country, and then they showed hung the them, picture yeah. of hung children as well, not just the parents. They hung the whole entire family. And for me, that was very dark, because like oh, you yeah. don't typically see that in film. Normally, they'll be like, oh, yeah, and then they killed the family. But like they actually showed the picture of all of those, and that one little boy was like maybe six years old, well, this, and they hung him. This film is what... Justice, or not what, was what DC has been trying to do mm-hmm. for since the start of their adventure and adventuring into darker uh, superhero films. Yeah. They, it's the perfect balance of that kind of darkness with, you know, the humor and everything, but it, it never gets moody and depressing or mm-hmm. whatever. No. And it's like these characters, they're not taken super serious, too serious to where it's like a drama. That is what they try to do with. Batman versus Superman, the Justice League. There's no lightness in that, you yeah. know? It was so, so fucking serious. But they, they towed the line so perfectly here that it's it's taken them so, I mean, for almost 20 years, I feel like, yeah. to get it right. But I think th- the one this exception is the one. to that would obviously be the Dark Knight trilogy. Didn't have a lot of comedic elements to it. But was but. not at all part of this, this, this new universe, you know, that's right. that's yeah. not canon Except, at all. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was complete. I know. Whenever I'm talking about DC films, I'm never talking about the Dark Knight trilogy. Right. Yeah, believe me, I'm talking about these newer fucking uh, these new films. You right. know, most of the Batman's and the Superman's or whatever. But it's just too serious. It's too. It's it's a downer. You know. But this goes to show you that you could still have that R rating, be a hard R, mm-hmm. and it still not be fucking depressing in a drama. Yeah, because it was it was. Those serious moments, like a family being hung or whatever, yeah. are really dark. But then you have some fucking hilarious moments of of still death, still being dark, but still funny. Like like when Milton, Milton the bus driver, who's with them the entire time, like what? Yeah, I I was immediately questioning why he was going in the building with them. I'm like, mm-hmm. why is this guy still around? And then they they have that scene of like he dies, 
And the polka dot man is like the only one that they could even know that he was still with them. It was so fucking funny, dude. I, I, I love that scene of them explaining like who Millen who was. Who Millen was, even though he was with them for half and then, the film. And then Harley Quinn at the end calls. Calls Bloodsport <laughs> Milton. He still has it figured out. <laughs> but yeah, Millen, the bus driver, who's with them the so fucking long. He's gotten zero lines, but uh, ends up having a brutal death. They end up getting shot to death. Oh, uh, yeah. But yeah, it just it it towed that perfect line of of you, now this goes to show you that you can have those really really dark even turn it up darker to like you know even Deadpool Deadpool was dark but you mm-hmm. can go even fucking darker yeah. and more brutal and that's that's exactly this was like Invincible level it was brutal yes for sure Invincible or even the boys you could reference the boys as well yeah. as far as the and it's similar comedy too because you got to have that offset of comedy you do you can't. Just go dark. No. That, that is what they've been doing with DC. You just can't just go dark. You've got to have that that balance. And no one's better at balancing that than James Gunn. Yeah. Who can make you cry at one point and then laugh at another. And make you care for characters that you never thought you'd care for. Like the fucking Rick Flagg. Mm-hmm. Who at first is just, you know, this plain soldier. But then he, he I don't know, he forces a character to go through like a development. With having three of the exact same characters in the movie. Three guys that were raised by their dads to be yeah. soldiers. I laughed so hard when she was explaining Peacemaker's origin. And Bloodsport's like, you're kidding, right? She's like, are you making a joke? And they're like, nope. <laughs> like, nope. Just another guy that had the exact same story. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's like, I just do it better. Smaller bullets. Right. <laughs> I get hit within your shot. Yeah, smaller bullets. Yeah. And then he ends up getting shot by a little tiny baby bullet. He does. It survives, apparently. Yeah, I didn't see that, but yeah, they're setting something up big. Obviously, <laughs> well, for he's, Peacemaker. I mean, he's got the show, the show yeah. yeah. Which I don't know what the, you, you like that character a lot, but I mean, you also fucking hated him. Yes. So the show's got to do something where you it's I don't you got to make him more likable in a way because he's just the biggest fucking uh, he's just a big doucher. He is a douche, but he also likes sure. a party. He does like the party. He's the one that bought him the shots. But he's the only one that likes to party. Yeah, and he was also the only one setting them up, too. So you got to think maybe the whole drinking thing was just to set him up. Yeah, yeah uh, I loved it, though. I loved it, yeah. I, I think uh, James Gunn knocked it out of the freaking park with this. Uh, definitely will hit my top ten as well. I was so pleased with this. I literally watched it twice, and we talk about this all the time on the podcast. It is so rare for me to watch a film twice, especially back to back. Yeah, I'll probably, I'll at least watch it again on HBO Max, but I'll probably go and see it in the theaters again. But I feel like I've watched it twice, and like for fun, if no one saw it, I feel like I can go watch it again and have just as much fun the third time. Like, it is, it's, you know, I don't want to be hyperbolic here, but it really is, for for what the genre is, it really is a masterpiece. Like, I really oh, yeah. enjoyed it. As far as superhero films go. Yes. Absolutely. For, as far as yeah. the genre goes, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I loved it. It's top of the tier. And now, yeah, I mean, and now Disney's just got to be, like, kicking. Because right now, <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy could have been coming out. Could have been, yeah. And they could have been making, uh, and this film, I hope, I don't know yet, but I hope this film makes... $80 billion. As do I. Yeah, it, well, it took 185 I, to make. I know, so. and I and I hope everyone goes and sees it, because it is just, it's, again, the, probably the best summer blockbuster in the last 20 yeah. years. You know, it's... But hopefully it's a lesson learned for, for Disney. Just slow down on the canceling people. Like, just, jeez. Hope, hope it's a lesson free. learned for DC. 
Yeah. Get James Hire Gunn. good directors <laughs> like James Gunn for your films. Yeah. yeah. Hire every Disney, every time Disney cancels a director, DC should hire them. Yeah, because uh, they're probably good. Not maybe every time. It's probably well, not. Yeah. <laughs> you probably get some real monsters right. in there. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's pick up the scraps. That's yeah. all DC can do, I guess, with, mm-hmm. with Disney. But it's. Well, yeah, if you want to consider James Gunn's scraps, I will take that up. Exactly. 11 yeah. times it, and now time. DC's got to lock him down. Yeah, oh, for Get sure. him an eight eight picture deal. And I, I want to I see more DC James Gunn's films, too, man. Like, he can go back and forth. It's Let actually do everything, yeah. kind of a blessing in disguise because now we're going to get. If he continues to make good DC films, yeah. that's going to be great. I'm going to fucking love it. I'm going to tune into anything James Gunn makes. He's a brilliant director. I think the fact that uh, that Taka Watiti was in this film, mm-hmm. and then because he, he's he's also a Disney, he's a big Disney I think yeah. that's a thing that that they don't mind as much if if he goes back and forth. Yeah, and I think maybe they'll they'll more accept it toward because earlier on, I would never think Disney would even like be like, "Hey, you can make films for us, or you can make films right. for fucking anyone mm-hmm. else." But yeah, you can't because especially something that com- uh, directly competes with them, right? is, you know, their biggest problem. Kind of like the Space Jam thing that we talked about, how they didn't end up letting them use Disney characters. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. there's petties they come, and they're being sued by a lot of fucking actors right now. Holy that's shit. That's a whole yeah, other thing. Dude, yeah, and rightfully so. Thing. Rightfully yeah. so. Yeah, they're screwing over. Well, that's that's a, that's potentially millions of dollars in royalties Yeah, that they, they're not making. So it's pretty crazy. Well, but not yeah. in royalties. It's, it was just the their... The money they were supposed to make on yeah. their contract. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, yeah, supposed to make on the yeah. contract, but also like when that film doesn't go to theaters, <coughs> you don't get that. You don't get the residuals. You don't get those royalties on top of that because it's all streaming. Well, yeah, so. but it's yeah. I think royalties are from like when the movie is like premiering it after and like showing on TV and stuff. They because they just get points back. I mean, that's what mm-hmm. they get points off the box office. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I mean, that's it's just. It's not, it's just their paycheck. They're just like scrapping their their paycheck. I mean, they're they're just pretty much cutting it in half. Yeah, they'll they'll end up getting sued. I don't know what's going to happen because Disney doesn't lose very many lawsuits. No. <laughs> when you have, they got you have, endless resources. When you have all the money in the world, it's, it helps. It's hard to do. But what judge is going to roll against Scarlett Johansson? Let's think about that. It's true. It's a good point. You hear that out there, judges? Yeah, no ruling against yeah. ScarJo. Uh, but yeah, uh, phenomenal film. Go and see yeah. this. Watch it on HBO Max. Watch it everywhere you can because it's, again, if you're going to see one superhero film this year, yeah. see, it's got to be see this one. the Suicide Squad. Yeah, because yeah, it's, I don't know where it ranks in my top 10, but it's, it's fucking, it's up there. It's very high. I'd have mind. to take a look at the entire list, yeah. but my God. And I'm going to have to watch it again to really. But yeah, phenomenal. Yeah, it was just as great the second time I watched it too. Yeah, it was. It blew. I mean, a, a lot of these films have been getting better reviews than I thought, but this is one since COVID started. Uh, this is one that rightfully deserves. What is it at now on Rotten Tomatoes? If it's still a hundred, I don't know if it's a hundred. No, it's not a hundred anymore. I know that, but uh, I would probably give this film like a ninety-seven or ninety. Oh, for sure, easily. Easily. I thought it was damn near perfect. Yeah. Like, and I can't even, I didn't have any critiques for it. I just, you know, I think the the only, there's some lull moments. I think it, it kind of sags only a little bit with like the blood sport thing and his daughter. I see. I thought this scene was funny when they're like, no, fuck you. No, fuck you. Fuck you. And they keep going back and forth. I thought it was, I liked it, but no, it's sitting at a 92% right now on Rotten Tomato. Yeah. 92. I mean, that it was, that that was, it was at a hundred, but I would give it, I would give it high nineties, man. For sure. Yeah. It's it certified good. fresh too, so. 
<laughs> Definitely. All righty. Well, uh, anything else on this? That's all I got. All right. Well, that is our review for the Suicide Squad. If you guys like what you've seen here, please be sure to smash that like button, comment below, subscribe to the channel, and hit that bell notification as we drop videos here every single day. Thank you so much for watching and listening. My name is Mason Knight. That is Cash Krause, and until next time. Bye.